My guests today are an exciting up-and-coming band from Los Angeles who are getting ready to release their third studio album and first for Inside Out Music. Band is Perfect Beings. Please welcome Johannes and Ryan. Nice to meet you guys. Finally. I know we've <laughs> talked a lot by email and, and everything, and I'm excited about the new album. The buzz seems to be pretty good, but I want to go back a little bit to people that may not be familiar with the band and um you know why don't you guys each introduce yourselves so everybody can get familiar with your voice and uh, just talk a little about the history of the band okay this is johannes i'm the guitar player and co-founder of the band um we started this um i guess it was in 2012 when yeah. ryan, ryan our singer uh came to my studio as a client at the time and so we were working on a song of his that I was recording and I just instantly felt drawn to, you know, his voice, uh, his personality and then his songwriting. So I just didn't waste any time and I asked him to start a project with me. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And how long did it take, you know, before you got from that point to the, the first album and, and started songwriting and developing the sound? You want to take that, Ryan? Um, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I moved from Nashville to L.A. and then met Johannes on a recording session. And uh, at the time, I was um, I was kind of already doing surrealist rock and roll. I made an album called The Sleep in Green with Rene Breton, my band. That was uh, We were on tour, and it was this uh, concept record and <clears throat> had a lot of progressive aspects to it. And then... But I really didn't. Uh, I didn't really know a lot about the progressive rock community or um, history of progressive rock, like Johannes um, came from. And so he enlightened me on a lot of history of music and said that he wanted to make this project um, uh, really progressive rock, doing a live record with instrumentation of kind of the the glory bands of the pr- progressive rock heydays. Of yes and and crimson and that kind of thing <clears throat> and uh i was immediately intrigued and um so, so i started uh writing some songs and t- took off pretty quickly we were uh we had an album our first album was pretty much uh um it was written and demoed within about uh six months or so okay and then Quick. and then yeah, and then we set up the live sessions and put the band together, and then we made the record, and from there it's uh, been going pretty pretty quickly. We're already on our third album, so yeah, <laughs> I feel like about, we're on a good um, pace. The name, Perfect Beings, where'd you get that from? <clears throat> that's like a perfect prog band name. Well, that, thanks. That's nice to hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's for me, it's... Um, changed meanings a few times uh, I like it because because of that it's it's both um, can uh, you know it can have different meanings to it uh, beings being a verb or you know noun of we are human beings um, that came out of a lyric that I wrote about two people about my ex um, we were in the woods up in Oregon and I wrote a poem that that wound up being the second half of the song helicopter and um i just had this idea of like when two people are in love with each other and they see no flaws in the other person and 
And uh, that lyric just stuck out to the rest of the band, and they were like, this should be our band name. And yeah. um, and so we, we, we chose it and stuck yeah, with it. that's a good one. Um, where would you say your influences are from? Because I've even heard... You know, some stuff thrown out like there's elements of jellyfish and stuff on the first album. So, where where did you kind of draw from? Um, uh, Ryan, yeah i I was influenced by um, I mean, my whole life. I've been my parents were my biggest um, influence on me musically. I, you know, they loved Genesis. Genesis was my favorite band, like as a child. Um. And the police and kind of this Brit, um, British music and and um, Southern rock, too, was a big thing in my household. But um, I guess when I started actually making music, I was, uh, I was influenced by everything. I mean, it's hard to even pin it down to, to, to any kind of specific music. I love the Beatles. Um, I've had phases where I was really into hard rock. Um, you know, recently and later in life, I've gotten more into like jazz chords, and my palette has kind of expanded into right. to more like um, abstracter music. You know, like uh, you know Stravinsky and Schoenberg and um, that kind of thing. But uh, world music too has been a big influence on me. I um, I really like African music and exploring like what cultures you know, do musically and rhythmically and Indian music. Um, it's hard for me to really pin it down yeah. to anything. You know? no, it's hey, always it's, a tough question to answer. Almost easier to say what you, what didn't influence you, all yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what didn't influence me. And, you know, I'm influenced by books, too, and painting and art and surrealism and postmodernism and <clears throat> literature, Thomas Pynchon and um, – Life in general is where it comes from. When I sit down to write a song, I try to just, uh, I try to just kind of let the channel open and see where the melodies are coming out of my piano cording. So, a lot of, a lot of the um, parameters of the, our sound is based on my abilities as far as what kind of cordings I'm capable of and what yeah. kind of speaks to me when I'm sitting down at a piano. Just that's it. Well, mm-hmm. that. Now you got the new album coming out January nineteenth. Now is it pronounced Veer? Is that right? Depends on what your nationality is. I say Veer <laughs> because I'm German. Okay. <laughs> and in, in German, the V is pronounced like an F. Right. But um, I guess generally you would say call it Veer. Yes. Right. And uh, well, that album has now taken you guys into a whole another realm, right? It's way more uh, sort of ambitious. It's it's basically four long songs and there's this bunch of breaks in between and um, we'll talk about the idea behind the new album. Did you go in planning for it to be this type of epic thing or it just evolves? Yeah, we we set out from the get go to um, conceptualize a four sided like a double vinyl album basically and. Um, and we wanted the compositions to be continuous. So we figured 18 minutes on average per song was a good measure. <coughs> and uh, because we had to also consider that in the end, we want to be able to put the entire album on a CD, which there you limited to 74 minutes, I believe. 
And so we just got under that. And, um, you know, 18 minutes on a vinyl is is great because it gives you a better sound quality. If you put too much um, music on a vinyl side, it will, the, the grooves will get smaller and then the quality of the music suffers the closer you get to the end of the record. Mm. So sound quality being pretty important to us, you know, we decided, okay, we don't want to push it too far. And so we, we decided around 18 minutes per suite would be a good measure. And uh, once that was established, then we started composing. Ryan had a few, um, you know, song ideas lined out, lined up for us. And um, then we started our usual process, basically coming in with, um, you know, his demo ideas. Then him and I would sort of flush some stuff out together. And um, oh, and also we decided that each of the each of us, we were three guys at the time because we had lost our rhythm section just when we started working on the uh, um we decided that each of the three of us would get one side to, to basically lay out the framework for the composition and then on the fourth side we would collaborate and bring it all together and to a certain degree we did that although in the end we collaborated on everything anyway <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of a lot of movements in there, a lot of repeating of themes and, and different styles. It's really something that, to take in and requires sort of a few listens to really get it all, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Which it's is, packed. Um, yeah, very cool. Um, the first two albums you did independent, and now with this album, you're on Inside Out and through Sony and sort of a major label deal. When did that come about? Did you have the album done? Uh, and then kind of show that to the label, or how'd that all happen? Yeah, that's exactly how it went down. Um, we had been in touch with Thomas Waber from Inside Out um, prior to uh, this album. In fact, he approached us after our second album had just been released and uh, voiced interest in the band. And so, you know, we were disappointed of, because of the timing because uh, it's out and I said well there's nothing we can do now but we would love to talk to you when the next album is done and so that's how we remained and so as soon as we had something that was listenable um, I sent him a quick email and he wrote right back and listened to the record and I, I think he loved it and <laughs> offered us the record deal yeah no that's great he has a good vision for what what people will like and uh, uh yeah, he knows this music better than anybody you'll meet. So, yeah, I think that's a good sign for you guys. So now the big news that a lot of people are excited about that uh, either we're familiar with you guys or not is that you have uh, the famed drummer from Cynic, Sean Reinert on the well, he's in the band now. Now, very important to note, he's not on the record, correct? That's correct. Right. So, because I've seen some posts online where I think maybe people misinterpret that that news but still very exciting to have him in the band how did he get involved did you guys know him before he knew uh chris our old bass player and uh he was um talking about joining the band and we were we were going to work with him and then he thought he was going to move um move out of la and so we found ben who um was just an incredible drummer and came in and we were we'd already tracked everything and then that didn't work out and then Sean was 
wound up not leaving town. And so we reapproached him and said, um, you know, we're still having an opening for drumming. If you'd like to, uh, like join the band and, and then he did. Yeah, no, that's great. Now, have you guys, you haven't played any shows with him yet, but you have some stuff coming up. We're hoping to have a pretty busy year live. Yeah. Um, we're planning on starting late March. The big news, I think, was that the is Rosfest the first official show, or there's there's some stuff before that. We're gonna do some local stuff uh, in LA before that, and um, uh, the Rosfest show is in uh, May May fifth, actually. That's in Gettysburg, and um, we're really excited about that. Uh, I actually have played Rosfest before with my previous band Moth Vellum, and so I, I'm familiar with. You know the festival; it's it's quality stuff there, good yeah. people, and we're excited to go there. One thing I'm curious about you: you've released two uh, videos, sort of singles, I guess, from from the album. But how did how hard was it to choose? Because the album isn't like you said; they're 18 minute sort of pieces, and to take a little chunk out was that difficult? And how'd you end up deciding on what what to go with with that? That's kind of like choosing one of your children or something. So <laughs> <laughs> um, um, But yeah, I don't think it was too hard. I think we were like, well, these these are nice, catchy moments that might capture someone's attention. I think we we I think we wanted to go with the beginning of uh, Patterns of Light um, because it was had more of a r- hard rock edge. And um, and uh, yeah, Johannes, what do you think? Um, I. I had a hard time picking. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, I mean, I, I agree that Ryan, what, what Ryan just said in that, you know, these the pieces that we picked lend themselves to, to sort of be isolated and be released as a single. But I'm a strong, and, and we are all strong opponents of uh, the, the album as a whole. And so we, we did not like the fact that we had to pick it apart for the downloads. Um, so when you download it, um, I guess iTunes or whatever that then you will have to get the the individual parts dissected uh, in, in minute. Uh, I mean, in, in little bits. So it's yeah. actually. Well, I was going to say that you know, there's all kinds of different ways to listen to music, and there's all different reasons for different types of music. And the type of music that we create in this band is um, is progressive rock. It's meant for high quality stereo systems it's meant to sit down with a record look at the artwork and you know like how music traditionally used to be grown like growing up you know it's the listening experience is is what it's for um and in the digital age that we live in it's um you know it's been become more of a singles culture and i think that's one of the aspects of why we chose to do this record the way we did is because we said what do we do and what do we do well? And we're well, we're a progressive rock band, and we make music for for this, you know. So I didn't really have a problem. I I I view the the the, um, the snippets as just kind of like little commercials to kind of pique your interest into wanting to see what the larger picture is. Yeah, well, I was saying right. that in uh, speaking with Stephen Wilson in previous interviews, um, that he he found singles to be. <coughs> sort of annoying also in that it didn't ever represent the whole album. Mm-hmm, it was always mm-hmm. tough to just pick a song because it made no sense when it was a concept record. Right. 
Yeah. Which is exactly why we picked uh, two very different types of uh, bits of the record. You know, yeah. the first one, um, Patterns of Light, fairly aggressive with like a full-on brass arrangement in the back, in the back and, uh, and then this really sort of mellow, you know, almost carpet crawler quality type of uh, yeah. uh, little pop ditty, if you want to say it in a... <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't find the p word offensive, but right. no, hey, you, you got to make it listenable, right? Uh, okay, listen, sounds like everything is going really good with you guys. I think everybody's going to be really excited about the album. Uh, Veer comes out January nineteenth. Everybody, pick it up, and um, we'll see you guys on the road. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank right, you, guys. Roy. All right, we'll talk soon. Bye. 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 Thanks to Johannes and Ryan for the interview. Pick up Veer out January 19th. We're going to close with a track off the new album. This is Patterns of Light. For upcoming news and interviews, please check thepargreport.com, follow us on Facebook, at thepargreport on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks. of silence